Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Keep up the good work. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate that you share your opinion. Hot Radio May. I super appreciate that they're in line with Barb. Main's hit music channel. We got Pop 2000 tour tickets that we're going to give away this hour uh, to see Chris Kirkpatrick, LFO, O-Town. Uh, we got BB Mac. We have Ryan Cabrera on that tour. 207-807-1104. It's Third Shifters Day, National Third Shifters Day. Show some respect for those out there that are putting in work in the graveyard shift, the late night shift. 207-807-1104. Uh, we want you to shout out a third shifter in your life. Or if you are one and you're heading home from work today, give us a call and tell us what's the hardest part about doing the third shift. 207-807-1104. Enlighten us. I've done a third shift before. For me, it was just staying awake. I Where fe- were you? I fell asleep on the job. I was uh, working at a hospital. I've told oh, you the story before. Yeah, that's right. And uh, the hospital would shut down. My job was to escort families to the is it a maternity ward? Yeah. Where they have the babies. Mm-hmm. So from the front entrance to the maternity ward, because the hospital would be shut down, so I would have to escort them from the front entrance all the way there. Babies don't go on the hospital schedule. They go when they go. Yeah. Uh, so if somebody was having a baby at night, then I would have to do... I cannot believe that that was your job. Do the walk. Uh, it, it wasn't my job for long because I found a wing of the hospital where uh, there was no patients in and <laughs> they had those little TVs that hung over the beds. And I remember watching like it was Jay Leno at that time or uh, Letterman at that time. I remember getting there for my shift. So this is early on in the shift and watching that and falling asleep. Oh my God. And then somebody screaming at me on the walkie talkie. So I'm saying staying awake was the hardest thing for me. You couldn't do it. Yeah, but shout out a third shifter in your life, 207-807-1104. Or if you are a third shifter, tell us the hardest part about working the third shift and we'll put you in the running for these Pop 2000 tour tickets. You got something you want to shout out or something you want to say? Yeah, I'll shout out myself because before I worked here, I did a six-month stint at a news station and my shift was from 3 a.m. until 8 a.m. And it was a fun job, but the worst sleeping schedule I've ever had in my entire life like I feel like the hardest part is trying to be a normal person Mm -hmm. and have friends and relationships because I would want to go to bed at 6 p.m. and people are like we want to see you we want to hang out with you and it it, I don't know really took a toll on on relationships so thank God Tucker and I were living together at the time because we would eat dinner together and then I would just go to sleep yeah you gotta have a very understanding partner if you're doing the for real and that's why a lot of people who work at news stations end up dating each other because the schedules are just so whack. And they understand yeah. what it's like. 207-807-1104. It is uh, Third Shifters Day, so we're uh, showing them some love today, the people that do the graveyard shift. If you want to shout somebody out, or if you are one, we know that we have a lot of people that are actually heading home right yeah. now from their third shift. So uh, if you are one, you can call in and tell us the hardest part about your gig. It will put you in the running for these Pop 2000 tour tickets. 207-807-1104. Christine from Gorham. Uh, it's Third Shifters Day. Are you a third shifter or you got somebody you want to shout out? I got a shout out. Okay, go for it. I really have to give a huge shout out to my boyfriend, Jay Jerusso. If y'all know him, he is a rock star. <laughs> working third shift, working third shift at Red Robin, killing it, and he's doing an amazing job. And poor guy got home so late last night, but I stayed up for him, and he's just amazing. He does everything for me, and he 
he's the best person that I could have ever asked for to be in my life. So, shout out to you, baby. I love you. Oh, that's Aww. so sweet. All right, we're going to put you in the running for the Pop 2000 Tour tickets for the shout out. And we're going to call back our winner before eight. So, you might get a call right back from us, all right? All right, sounds good. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for listening. Have a have good, good day, y'all. Bye. Bye. I didn't want to like rain on her parade because she was very like proud of her boyfriend. Oh God, what are you going to say? I don't know if that's, is that considered the third shift? Like if you, like, do you work the third shift? I didn't want to ask questions in case it wasn't the third shift, I guess is what I'm saying. Working at Red Robin, you just got out late. You just worked the the late shift. You didn't work the, it's not like you got out. You don't know that. You don't know that. He could, he could be anything at Red Robin. He could have to clean and wipe down all the ovens and mop the floors overnight so that the. I don't think they got people in there working in the overnights like that <laughs> i don't think that that's the case i think he just worked a light shift and closed the, the restaurant down and got home at like midnight or one or something no, like that it's definitely past midnight probably like two or three no they shut down early over there <laughs> you, wow you seem to know a lot about red robin don't yeah you? i got some previous experience <laughs> with red robin so i i know a little bit <laughs> Anyways, no, 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 no. Maybe he was working. Maybe they. Maybe it was the shift where they like, you know, maybe once a month they do a big clean and they have to stay overnight. Perhaps. All right, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Tyler from Stanford, you got somebody you want to shout out or have you worked the oh, third yeah. shift before? Years and years ago before I found out I was having kids. But no, I want to give a big shout out to my sister. Uh, she works for Wabin as a third shift overnight, you know, 12 hour shift. And Whoa. That's it. I get it. Praise anybody that could do it, you know. It's impressive. Like a nocturnal creature. Um, especially oh. especially a twelve hour overnight shift. That's oh, crazy. Geez. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's like your days never end. You're awake when you should be sleeping, and you're sleeping when you should be awake. Yeah, refresh my memory. What's Waban do again? They help special needs people yep. um, um, with their day-to-day activities, depending on, like, where you are within, like, the whole uh, community. So there's, like, different levels of uh, care needs. You know what I mean? There's Got some it. levels where people go for, like, a pro program. There's in-house. Uh, so it's just all, like, mental disability. Got it. Something that you need to be alert for while you're working <laughs> the overnight shift, too. Right, right. Danny from Lisbon, do you work the third shift? Do you got somebody you want to shout out? I actually just got off the third shift last night. Oh. No way. Well, respect to you. What's the hardest thing about doing the graveyard shift? I'm not getting enough sleep before work. Mm, that's the worst. You're looking at the clock and you're like, great, now I only have three hours before I have to clock in. Right. What do you do for work? CRMA. I pass medications in an assisted living facility. That's one thing I've learned with healthcare. There's no like off time for healthcare. Somebody needs to be working all 24 hours of the day. Somebody's got to do that graveyard shift. Yes, absolutely. Katrina and Casco, are you a third shifter or you got somebody you want to shout out? I do have somebody I want to shout out. Um, my roommate, his name is JD. He's been working overnight for the last few years and it's been pretty demanding for him, but he is an awesome dude. What does he do for work? He works in a warehouse for Poland spring mm-hmm. um he works from 6 p.m to 6 a.m um and he does Whoa. um like the loads and packings of the trucks that oh definitely sounds gosh. like hard work especially at that late hour yeah we have like a big friend group and um he schedule is just so demanding usually we get together and every time we get together we miss him so i'm thinking maybe if we win tickets we can surprise him and get a group of friends to go and have like a good night out for him and oh actually God. get to spend some time together for <laughs> once with him like so he's you. not left out for me that sounds fun. You guys sound so nice. He's 
been my best friend for the last 14 years, so he is just a really good person overall, and it just makes me so sad because he just he sleeps and works, and that's his life. He doesn't really have time for too much else during the day, or he's exhausted, so it's pretty demanding for him. Has it ever been anything more than just friends? Really? No, no, no. Um, I'm so sorry about he's him. More, <laughs> you were thinking it like too, Tara. Don't lie. No, I wasn't. This whole phone call, I've been wondering if Katrina's on TikTok. Are, are you on TikTok? I am on TikTok. And how often do you hear the Katrina, Katrina, Katrina? Oh my gosh. I've had that sent to me so many times. It's... <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of when you said your name was Katrina. Yep. No, I get it sent to me all the time. <laughs> all right, Katrina, we're going to hook you up with a pair of tickets. Let's make this happen for you. I'm like, oh, Hey. <laughs> So you and the roommate are going. Uh, the rest of the crew will have to buy their tickets, but you guys are good. You got a pair of tickets for the uh, Aura Show Day in Portland for the Pop 2000s tour. Chris Kirkpatrick, uh, LFO. Um, we got BB Mac on this thing. O-Town, Ryan Cabrera. It's going to be a good show. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Hey. <laughs> Ticket giveaways made hot and main by Pied Cow, the medicinal shop with a friendly vibe. Their flowers grown right in the neighborhood. Literally your friendly neighborhood dispensary. Pied Cow, South Berwick. Congratulations, Katrina. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. A Manhattan federal jury found former reality TV show host Donald Trump liable for sexually abusing E. Jean Carroll in 1996. Trump must now pay her around $5 million in damages. Big payday there. Trump posted on True Social, I have absolutely no idea who this woman is. This verdict is a disgrace. He said he will appeal. Sanford, Maine has, see, that was a story that, Kurt Loda would have broke into. Okay, got Breaking it. news. Mm-hmm. Trump has been fi- filed. You know what I have now? I have the news alert on my phone. Okay. Uh, Sanford, Maine. I didn't have to watch MTV News. Sanford, Maine has seen an influx of asylum seekers with around 100 people arriving since Friday. Sanford officials claim that people transported the asylum seekers to their city from Portland. Basically, oh, you got a chance to stay in a hotel in Sanford or you can be jam-packed in the expo with 300 other people. If you're an asylum seeker, what are you going to choose? Get in the car and make the trip down to Sanford probably, right? If they were processed in Portland, though, they will not be able to receive assistance from Sanford. They're going to have to go back to Portland. Um, The U.S. may see more asylum seekers this year than any previous year. Orono schools will resume classes as usual today. Asa Adams Elementary, Orono Middle, Orono High closed on Tuesday after officials identified a, quote, security threat. They now believe there is no active threat to students and staff. This is something I didn't really have to deal with when I was in school. They never really shut down because of a threat. Yeah, I think we had um, more bomb threats than gun violence or weapon. The bomb threat was a thing and we would all file out and have to go to the football field and then the police department would come check the school. Check and get, the school, yeah. And then nowadays, out of an abundance of caution, they would just send the students home. But they're like, all right, clear, get back to uh, chemistry class. <laughs> and we would go back inside. But obviously, times are much different. The NFL is set to announce their schedule tomorrow. There will be a Black Friday game this season. So a few changes. Black Friday game this season. Reason for you to not go out shopping and stay in and watch football. We always get the Thanksgiving Day games, but there's going to be a Black Friday game. Uh, Games will no longer be exclusively for networks. So that means CBS isn't the AFC network and Fox isn't the NFC network. Not every team is going to play in a primetime game. Usually get at least one primetime game. Uh, If you're a crappy team, you're not going to get the primetime game. 
Oh, we're going to get the uh, full schedule tomorrow. Starbucks is celebrating summer with new drinks. Chocolate Java Mint and white chocolate macadamia cream cold brew have been added to the menu. What is going on here? This is not summer. This is not scream summer. This is these are winter drinks. Java Mint macadamia nut. What? You're in charge of the Starbucks menu. Summertime. We need some new drinks. What are you putting on the menu? I would do, okay, here's my idea, a twist. I would do a cold brew with white chocolate and regular chocolate and then cold foam on top with rainbow sprinkles. Oh, so it's kind of like an ice cream. It's like an ice cream. All right. I just came up with that on the spot, so they should hire me. I put you on the spot. I was was pretty impressed. And it'd be called the twist because that's what you ask for when you're at an ice cream shop. Can I do a medium twist? You call it a twist? Sprinkles? I call it a the twist. swirl. You do? Chocolate vanilla swirl. Oh, okay. That's very interesting. Are you huh. a twist or are you a swirl? I'm a twist. I'm a swirl. Huh. You're out of this swirl. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm... I think I'm going to go work for Starbucks now. I think you should. Because what are these drinks? Boo. Thumbs down. Uh, they do have like a butterfly cake pop that they That's added cute. to the cake pops are legendary have you had one i love the cake pops. they're really really good that's five things you need to know me how to mean by the law offices of joe bornstein over twenty five thousand victories for injured mainers since 1974 207 call joe or online at joebornstein.com are you a twist or are you a swirl <laughs> 207-807-1104 it's twist it's definitely swirl Chocolate mm-hmm. vanilla swirl. I don't know. Because they're about swirled that. around. I, they are. They are. But could they also be twisted around? I say twist. I say swirl. Hi, Radio Man. Hello. Say it. <laughs> hello. My friend was calling to tell you that it's always a soft serve twist. Thank you. No. Always a twist. <laughs> always. My kid, I'm driving my kids to school and they are 10 and 8 and they wanted to tell you, but then they chickened out. When they <laughs> All good. They're 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 closer to Tara's age than my age. That's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Radio Maine. What's your name? Where are you from? Kim from Stanford. It's definitely chocolate and vanilla swirl. <gasps> <laughs> no. I'm sorry, Tara. It is always chocolate first. It's never vanilla and chocolate swirl. That's just no. <laughs> oh, no. so even the way I was saying it. What was were you wrong. saying? Vanilla chocolate twist? Vanilla chocolate twist. Oh, you even had the order no. wrong. <laughs> All right, I'm riding with Kim from Stanford. She got it right. She knows what's up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. Have a good day, guys. You too. Bye. If we're gonna go to the text on the twist versus swirl, Tara. Yeah. Twist would win tiebreaker right there hey, on the text. <laughs> Hot radio man. Oh lord. Hot mornings with Ryan Elon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the thirty. Showtime, MTV Entertainment Studios, and Paramount Media Networks have announced layoffs affecting 25% of employees. With the losses comes the shutdown of MTV News. President of the networks, Chris McCarthy. (laughs) I'm sorry, but what is that? See, I knew you were going to say this, Tara. I knew you were going to say this. But there's a generation of people my age that grew up getting their news from MTV News. No, but I watch so much MTV and I, I, I do not know what this is. Kurt Loder was a, uh, Kurt Loder broke the news that Biggie died, that Tupac died, Kurt Cobain. It's just like legendary. I saw Kurt Loder trending yesterday and I was like, oh my God, did Kurt Loder die? Like, why is he trending? Then I saw that it was because MTV News was shutting down and everybody was- What time does this air? MTV News would break into programming when they have like, 
breaking news. Okay, all right. So maybe that's why I'm not was, super familiar. And there was some news specials that they had going on uh, back when they ran more programming than just Jersey Shore and ridiculousness. And ridiculousness, yeah, yeah, I know. Sway used to do news reports for MTV News, Gideon Yego, uh, Suchin Pak was one. Um, oh, who's the, the girl that interviewed Tupac on Venice Beach? Tabitha Soren, MTV News. Like there was a gener- there's a generation of people out there that got their news from MTV News. And I, I'm I mean, if I was pretty 10, much one of them. ten years older, I probably would have too. But exactly, it's like it's. <laughs> I just watched MTV for Jersey Shore. It's like I've had people come up to us at live broadcasts and say, oh, "I get my news from you guys in the morning when you do the the five things," <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> I'm sorry that we're your, sorry to hear that. I'm sorry that we're your only news source. I'm sorry. But that's what it was for a lot of people who watched uh, MTV News. Broke a lot of like world events. Well, that's really Do sad. you even know the name Kurt Loder? No, I just looked him up. I don't recognize oh him Oh my all. God. I remember that's, things like TRL and stuff like no, that. No, of course. But I, MTV News? No. And they would break right in about. and it was like the typewriter was like, duh, 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 duh. Uh, it was pretty wild. <laughs> typewriter? Well, that was the graphic. <laughs> the graphic that they had was like it hitting the screen. Man, iconic. I knew as soon as I was going to say this, you're going to be like, what is MTV News? I mean, I just didn't realize it was still a thing. Yeah, I, 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 I got to be honest with you. I didn't realize it was still a thing either, but apparently it was. Huh. Um, so president of the networks, Chris McCarthy, said the cutbacks will lead to consolidating nine separate teams into one portfolio group. So the teams include staff from Nick, MTV, Comedy Central, Paramount Network, CMT, Smithsonian, TV Land, Logo, and Pop TV, and they're all consolidating it into one team. Oh, wow. So 25% of the employees laid off and MTV News shut down. We saw that, uh, what was it, a few weeks back, BuzzFeed News shut down as well. Yeah, and I that's another thing that I didn't realize was happening. I know BuzzFeed for all the blogs. Yeah. Newark Airport, they have a bunch of stores. It's like BuzzFeed News stores where you can go in and buy books and watch the news and buy a bag of Skittles, but I didn't realize that this was like on TV or streaming. Um, I don't know if it, BuzzFeed was streaming, but it was definitely on the, on the website, right? They had it must have the been. news channel yeah. on the website. Thirty six years was the total years for MTV News. Well, that's sad. It's sad, but I was also like took a breath. I was like, oh man, Carl Loder, he's he's still okay. He's still okay. He is alive. Yeah. Well, whenever you see that name trending, you're like, no, Kurt Loder. Uh, on Tuesday, and I'm like, who's Kurt Loder? Who's Kurt Loder? <laughs> It's kind of wild. I was watching uh, people were reposting their like MTV like breaking news clips, and somebody posted the uh, Kurt Cobain. Uh, oh my God, sad when he died. Yeah, when he broke oh. when he broke in and and gave the new Kurt Loder like broke the news. <gasps> like anytime there was a artist death or anything that would happen, like they would break in and 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 he was there for it. And uh, I can't imagine just watching music videos and then all of a sudden it's like Kurt Cobain is dead. Right. That's scary. That's when they actually cared about music over there. So. He breaks in and he's, it just was, it's just wild to see. Like he's literally reading the script off of pieces of paper and in the middle of the script, he has to go to the next one. It's like you would imagine. Turn the page. Yeah. It's like you would imagine um, your like high school morning announcements, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Except he's on. Is that because it was in real time and there was no, no time to, you know, I don't run, know. It, run it through the teleprompter? Yeah. I don't know if they had a teleprompter. I don't know what they were doing, but it, it, maybe it was just interesting to see uh, him deliver that news watching that clip. I think it's just a sign of the times and how 
we've progressed over the years. Yeah. Man, all right. I'm bummed out over the MTV. You know, it's kind of weird. You're like, I'm bummed out that MTV news is shutting down. But like, we didn't really care about it for the last how many years, you know? No one even knew it was on. Yeah. Uh, on Tuesday, a Los Angeles judge denied Tory Lane's attempt for a new trial after being found guilty of shooting Megan Thee Stallion. A day earlier, Lane's pled with the uh, judge not to, quote, ruin his life. I could be your son, your brother. Oh, please. Immediately after the Tuesday ruling, Lane's attorney filed a motion to remove the judge from the case. Tory could see more than 20 years in prison. <laughs> wow. You, Tough luck. You do not feel bad for him. <laughs> 79-year-old Robert De Niro, congratulations, is a new father. This kind of grossed me out. He made the uh, revelation during an interview. Uh, the conversation turned to his six children, and then De Niro corrected the interviewer and said, seven, actually, I just had a baby. With who? We don't know who it was with. Uh, De Niro's oldest child is 51. Oh, my God. So imagine your newborn sibling. 51? 51. You got a little kid there. He's the oldest? That's yeah. weird. His youngest was 11 until now. Oh, my God. So he's got seven kids ranging from 51 to newborn. What's worse, his seven kids, 51 to newborn, or Nick Cannon's crew? Um, You know, I kind of think Robert De Niro is worse because, no offense, but... He's 79 years old. Women don't have the luxury of having children at 79 years old. So, you know, it's a younger woman. Right. And I just am envisioning them having sex. And I just could not. I could not fathom having sex with a 79 year old man and getting pregnant. Not even selfish. Not even the legendary Robert De Niro. That's selfish because he's going to live to see what? Maybe 10 years of that baby's life. Mm. It's sad. Mm. Congratulations. Congratulations on a newborn. (laughs) Forbes says Beyonce could make $2 billion on her upcoming Renaissance World Tour. So the range for gross ticket sales is $751 million to $2.4 billion. Merchandise sales are estimated at $171 million. Regardless of where she lands on that scale, Beyonce will most likely have the highest grossing tour ever. Uh, Poor Kendrick Lamar. He just broke that record. Well, I don't know if he broke the all-time record. He broke the hip-hop record. He's got the highest grossing hip-hop tour. Okay, okay, okay. So maybe he'll still hold on to that one. Until until Drake's tour this summer. Yeah, Drake's tour this summer is probably going to be a big one. Grab it right out of his hands. Uh, A documentary chronicling Jelly Roll's rise to fame is coming to Hulu titled Jelly Roll Save Me. The film promises to follow the country rap sensation's journey of redemption in real time as he works through his mental health and addiction struggles and grapples with his rising fame. It's going to debut May 30th on Hulu. Figured this was important to talk about because when we gave away Jelly Roll tickets, I could not believe it. You would have thought we were giving away Justin Bieber tickets the way people were (laughs) eating these up. A lot of Jelly Roll fans in Maine, Maine, so I'm sure a lot will be tuned in to uh, Hulu on May 30th to check out this documentary. And then, of course, August 5th, he is going to be in town in Bangor at the Maine Savings Amphitheater for the Back Road Baptism Tour, which I think pretty much sold out, but there's some resale tickets available. We threw up the ticket link on the website, HowardDomain.com. very impressive. Yeah, crazy show. I'm shocked at how loyal and how big his fan base is. Because, I mean, I had heard of Jelly Roll, but I'm like, oh yeah, Jelly Roll, famous person, musician. I didn't know people know him like that. Like, I fell out of the loop when we gave these tickets away because the phones would not stop ringing. I couldn't believe it. I knew him from back in the day when he did like the, you know, more of the mixtapes, the mixtape, hip hop leaning mixtapes. And uh, I must have missed the country transformation, the complete country transformation where he had like a number one song, I guess, and now has this (laughs) massive audience. So congratulations to Jelly Roll. Like I said, August 5th, he's going to be 
in town. And May 30th, you can check out that documentary. That is Dirty on 30 May How to Made by Ripple Wellness, a grassroots cannabis company curating a menu of world-class products for the everyday consumer. Find them in Saco and Biddeford for a friendly, authentic experience in a warm, welcoming space. Wake up. We vibe, vibe right here. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. I've got a question for everybody. AirPod etiquette. Do or you, headphone. Or headphone. Uh, AirPod, uh, headphone, whatever. I'm thinking like earbuds specifically. Uh, do you think people should remove the headphones, the earbuds, the AirPods, even if they say they can hear you when you're having a conversation? I do. Elaborate. Well, going to get personal here. Uh, there used to be someone who worked here that was always wearing their headphones. And I would try to talk to them about work stuff. And they would have their headphones on and just nod at me. And I, it would drive me crazy. And I would say, can you hear me? And they would say, yeah. And I'd be like, well, I can't have a conversation with you unless you take those damn headphones off to take them off for five seconds. I feel like you're not listening to me. So then they would pause their music. And I was like, see, you were listening to something, not me. And they'd take them off and be like, what? And then I'd have the conversation and they'd put their headphones back on but I think I think you have to otherwise you're 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 too distracted like you're not fully retaining the information well that person wasn't stopping the music yeah but say there was no music playing how do you know how do you know if they have an airpod there's obviously trust issues then in that relationship if you don't believe them if they say oh no no nothing's playing I can hear you (laughs) I I have said now especially at home when because Tucker's always wearing headphones I'll say can you hear me before I start telling the story because I'm not going to tell it again and he'll be like hang on and he'll take them off he takes them off he'll take take them off because if he has them on I'm going to have to restart the story because he's going to miss something so I think someone should absolutely take their headphones off if you're trying to talk to them because they're listening to a podcast music or something and they're not fully hearing you are you guilty of this 207-807-1104 what do you think should people have to remove their headphones even if they say they can hear you even if there's nothing playing they just have them in yeah plugging up something 1104 Tara says yes I I, we're not we're not going to get a debate out of me on this one because I also agree with you oh good okay Mora does it to me and it drives me crazy what do you mean she leaves them in she leaves them in and I'll start telling a story she pauses it but she leaves them in and she's like yeah I can hear you or sometimes I'll ask (laughs) sometimes I'll ask her a question and uh, then I have to repeat it like five times and she's like I heard you the first time I'm like well I don't know you have the headphones in and she's like well sometimes I ask you questions and you just don't you just don't reply because you're in out of space yeah well and I'm like well that's different that's unintentional like yeah. you heard me and you didn't reply and then I I repeated myself multiple times because you had the headphones in and I thought that you can't hear and she's like no I paused them I can hear you I literally can't hear people unless I take them out so that's why I demand people take theirs out when I'm trying to talk to them you know what the move is what go to the beach put the headphones in don't play any music listen to everybody else's conversation oh isn't that something yeah definitely guilty of doing that especially I was just on a plane the other night. The people behind me were talking so loudly. I could hear them over my movie that I said, you know what? I'm going to pause this movie and I'm just going to tune in. You want to take a listen to their whole conversation. I know I probably know where this girl lives now. You want to take it one step further. I'll teach you how to be an absolute creeper. You get the dark shades. You put those on. You can look right at them and listen to the entire conversation. (laughs) They won't even know. I don't think I'm going to go that far. (laughs) 207-807-1104. Where do you stand on this? Should people have to take their headphones off uh, during a conversation? Even if they say, I can hear you. Hi, Radio Man. Who's this? Mike, I wanted to ask Tara, how old is too old? How old is too old for what? To date someone? Well, you were talking about Robert De Niro. At 79? uh, Well, he... He's up there, but he could be a hundred. That doesn't mean I'm gonna be hooking up with him. What's your max? He's asking. Um, I probably, yeah, I don't think I would date someone uh, older than 
like late 30s because my stepdad is young and in his 40s and I would just like be like, okay, this guy is too similar to my dad. They'd probably be best friends. So I'd have to date someone younger than 40. But your heart doesn't know anything about age. <laughs> yeah, but it's a mental right? thing. It's a mental thing. Are you, why, why are you asking? Are you trying to ask me out? <laughs> I'm six. I'm 63 years old, and I'm getting married this summer. And my fiance asked me to marry her. She's 36. I don't think that's that crazy of an age gap. I think it's um. 30. That's 30 years, though. I'm I know. You, that's 30 I years. know. But I think because, you know, I'm 26 years old and I just am, I still feel like I'm a baby that I think maybe once I get in my 30s, I'll have that different level of maturity and I won't see older age as much. But Ryan's but in his for 30s. Now, yeah, what about it? His, Ryan, you his girlfriend's go like my old. age. His girlfriend's like my age. Yeah, me and her dad joke about the same stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" I, I drive. I mean, I, I look like I'm in my 40s. I, I act like a kid. I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna be old. There you go. <laughs> you got. You got to keep your health going. Go to the gym like Ryan does. You know, you you'll be a, live to be a hundred. Yeah, I go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just so. I think I'm just too young right now. Like I'm. I'm too. Once I hit 30, I think my brain will mature and I'll. Your brain's be like, still developing. I'm still. De- my brain's. I'm going to at least answer our question. Do you think people should remove okay, their wait. headphones even if they say they can hear you? I do. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> all we right. can agree on that. We can all agree on that. All right. I listen to you guys every day. Oh, <laughs> we love you. it. Thank you. Have a good one. And I'm 64 almost. Hell yeah. That's how he stays young by listening to us, Tara. <laughs> I guess so. Angelique from Bangor, do you think we're talking AirPod etiquette? Do you think somebody should have to take out their AirPods or their earbuds or their headphones when they're talking to you, even if they say nothing's playing? I can hear you. Absolutely, I think so. It just seems rude to like have headphones on. I know. Nobody's come out and said that they actually done it. Nobody wants to admit it, but I know plenty of culprits out there. So I hope they're listening this morning and hearing that the unanimous decision is take out those headphones. Take them out. Yeah. Are you? Trying to play brain? Are you trying to play brains for Bank Angelique? I am. All right, we'll hang up and call right now because we're taking call number ten right now. 207-807-1104. Seven hundred dollars in the prize pot. Hi, Radio Man. Who's this? Peaky from Portland. Peaky from Portland. I like a good yep. alliteration. <laughs> How do you feel about AirPod etiquette? Should people have to take out their earbuds or their headphones when they're talking to you, even if they say, oh, it's yes. off, I can hear you? No, it's one of my biggest pet peeves. Oh, it is. And especially pe- people with AirPods, they say the AirPods, because I'm an Android user, but they say AirPods like enhance the sound through the AirPod, and I'm like, no, just take it out. What? I've heard their noise canceling. <laughs> Well, I think they can do like the, they like can act as like a hearing aid on some of them, right? Oh, okay. And like magnify the sound. Yeah. yeah. We're all in agreement. And really, we just did this topic this morning so that people that do this hear it and realize they're being jerks. <laughs> right. And they need to take them out. Because none of them are brave it's enough to call us second. this morning and say they do it. Right, Tara? We didn't get a single person. I know, because we know what they're doing. <laughs> they know what they're doing. You're our call number 10. You want to play Brands for Bank, Peaky? Yes, please. Let's do this. You know how it works? Yes. All right, so for everyone playing along at home, we're going to give you one trivia question. You'll have five seconds to answer. If you answer correctly within the five seconds, you're going to get 100 bucks. If you answer incorrectly or after the buzzer goes off, then the money rolls over. And this afternoon, B-All is going to play for $800 at 5 p.m. $700. This is a big one, Peaky. I know. Are you ready for your question? Um, as ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> what state is Mount Rushmore located in? Uh, Washington. Washington. Is Washington the correct answer? No! Oh. That was oh my such God. a good guess, though. That was such a good guess. 
in my humble opinion. I didn't know this one either. I'm an idiot. Uh, you know, I, I'm bad at the history of geographic questions. I was hoping for a pop culture. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, the duo Ray Shrimmer is made up of Sway Lee and who? Slim Jimmy. Yeah, you would you would have yeah. got that one. That was my question yesterday morning. Just didn't work out for you. This morning's question, uh, the answer was not Slim Jimmy. It was South Dakota. Oh, I would have never guessed that. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea either. I mean, you always see Mount Rushmore and you hear about it, but I was like, where is that Mount Rushmore? Uh, I forget South Dakota's a state. I go years without <laughs> thinking about South Dakota. So right? <laughs> this is Same. this is my one time thinking about South Dakota for the next 10 years. So <laughs> bummer you didn't get the 700 bucks. Good news is you can play again. Just listen to Be All at 5 p.m. and you could win $800 with him. All right. All right, will do. Ransom Bank is made hot of Maine by Key Auto Group in York, Newcastle, and Rockland. 30 locations in all with thousands of cars at the lowest prices. Use your brain. Save some bank. KeyAuto.com. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Obviously, on Monday, when you weren't here, we did highlight of your weekend, but I wanted to give you a chance to weigh in since you had a couple days off. What was the highlight of your uh, four-day weekend you had there? Obviously, it was amazing to see. I have two sisters. I always talk about one's here in Maine, one lives in New York City, but she went to FSU, so we all had to fly down to Florida to watch her walk across the stage, get her diploma, and that was incredible to see because I'm the oldest, so I kind of had to pave the way, and I was the first one to do things, so it's amazing to five years later get to see my younger sisters accomplish so much and it just made me so proud I couldn't believe it four years went by so fast I remember I think I was working here and I flew down to move her onto campus I remember that four years ago so it was just crazy so crazy because then it makes you think about how much time has passed and you don't even realize it Um, but it was just so much fun and then she took me out and showed me around her college town we went to all her favorite bars and clubs had a night out my dad flew down with me too we we stayed in an Airbnb, so that was really awesome. And I was blessed enough to have her stay with me because, you know, she was down there, wanted to be with all her friends. But each night she came back and stayed at the house with us. And I was like, oh, I feel so cool because all her friends were down there. She could have stayed anywhere, but she wanted to stay with us. So we had a lot of fun family time. And on our last morning, we actually went to the coolest place I've ever been. It was called Wakulla Springs Mm -hmm. and it's in Tallahassee. It is one of the largest natural springs in the world. And we did this whole guided tour, basically looked for manatees, alligators, everywhere you turn your head, there was a turtle, there were giant fish, there were birds, there was all these cool things. And little did I know, the movie Creature from the Black Lagoon filmed there. Oh, fun fact. So it's this whole uh, estate and kind of museum centered around all the history there. And it was super, super cool. And we saw so many alligators, it was insane. Wow, that puts a little context to your Instagram stories over the time that you were gone because there was one of you shotgunning. Was it you shotgunning? No, a Red- it's my sister. She was shotgunning a Red Bull. <laughs> that is such a. I was. Oh my God, they were making me rip my hair out. I was like, girls, you cannot do this. You're going to have a heart attack. It's called a Y bomb. No one knows why it's called that. But the bartender keys a hole in the side of the Red Bull can and dumps vodka in it and then they chug it. So it's just a vodka Red Bull that's chugged. It's it's just ridiculous. It's I was like, this is so unsafe. You should not be chugging this. Oh, my God. You should rarely ever be drinking a vodka Red Bull, but chugging one. So she had one of those after she walked across the stage. She had to perk back up. But yeah, so we had a we had a whole night out, whole day. Uh, she was extremely hungover the next day, got to sleep in and then kind of just like putts around town 
do whatever we wanted. I had some food bucket lists, like chain restaurants that we don't have. Gator? In New England. No, I didn't eat Gator. I kind of wish I did though. But we went to places that we don't have, like, have you ever heard of Culver's? I always hear people talking about it. Mm. Or like Raising Cane's. Raising Cane's. I've never had that. Post Malone just opened up his own Raising Cane's. I know, I saw that. So we were inspired. We had all these these fun foods. And then we went to some local spots too. But I think the coolest part was Wakulla Springs. So you should look it up. If you ever watched that movie, it came out in like 1954. So good luck to you if you watch it. It's a classic. You might fall asleep, but they filmed it right there. Love it. It was so cool. Yeah, I didn't have it nearly as exciting of a weekend. I know it was her shotgunning a Red Bull. And then the next one was like this like beautiful hand painted mural on the ceiling of a mansion. <laughs> that was from the that spring. We'll call it Springs. Yeah, at the yeah, estate. That's what I'm saying. Now I have context <laughs> to your Instagram stories. But I almost didn't make it down there because the day I was supposed to leave, I woke up at the time I was supposed to be at the airport and it was a nightmare. And I know you would definitely be stressing out about that. I was so mad. Tucker's like, come on, sweetie, you have to wake up by it. And I checked my phone. I'm like, wake up. I'm supposed to be at the airport right now. Why didn't you wake me up? He was like, I was with the puppy. I don't know. She was barking all night. She kept us up. I slept through my alarm. So we almost didn't get there. But thank God we did. Did the puppy miss you while you were gone? Yeah, I was scared she was going to forget me, but she didn't. Thank God. I sent you the note. Normally, I don't forward those off to uh, anybody because I'm the only one with a dog, but they're doing some spraying of the yard here, so be careful. Thank you, thank you. I wondered if that was why you sent it to me. Don't bring, they send that to me all the time, but I never forward it because nobody here has a dog except for me. But now I got to be careful if you bring, uh, bring little taxi in. Bring taxi here Friday, they're going to have some chemicals on the grass. Yeah, and she gave me a lovely slice to my finger. She was puppy teeth? Yeah, oh my God, they're so sharp. I'm like scared of her. I was reading that the puppy teeth fall out and it's like a mystery. You don't know where they go. But with Lana, her puppy teeth fell out and I found them everywhere. So, really? Yeah, it's not like Did they just... Did you collect them and put them in a jar? No. I it's think not I like, will. It's not like they just disappear. <laughs> I'm going to make a necklace. I think they actually swallow a lot of them. Probably. All right. Sounds like you had a good weekend. I did a Sanford prom over the weekend. That looked fun. Not as exciting as the whole trip, but it was pretty cool. And one thing, I already talked about it, but one thing that I think you would appreciate that I wanted to mention while you're here mm-hmm. is that I feel like TikTok has brought back some uh, some bangers some bangers some older songs that I was like whoa the kids actually know this yeah they probably just learned the lyrics somebody requested Sammy Adams all night longer wow how old were they I don't know I was young that was like in your generation yeah. right uh, and then uh, probably in like fifth grade when I'm out DJing I always get the phone on the forehead and it says play bad bunny like of course pretty standard yeah uh, a kid at the prom did it except it said limp biscuit Oh my God! Did they just watch that '90s documentary? I don't know. I'm assuming. Woodstock, I'm assuming TikTok maybe brought back some of these songs. So I was like, "What it has actually?" There's a popular sound. Yeah, I was like, "What? What Limp Bizkit song?" And he was like, and then he flipped it and wrote "Break Stuff" on the phone. Oh God! Did you actually play it? I'd I be, played it. I'd be so scared. Did they start moshing? No, they they were very respectable. I, like honestly, uh, I'll say this much: everyone's like, "Oh, what's that?" Like <laughs> DJing. Teen angst is back. DJing a prom. What's that like? I remember grinding and all of this stuff. I'm like, that doesn't really exist anymore. Like they got rid of all of they that. They just jump? They just jump around and have a good time and the slow dance, the slow dance, but it's not really like it used to be. Like for when you were in high school, yeah, when I was in high school. Down and dirty. Yeah, there they, were always rumors that like, oh, someone got pregnant at homecoming on the dance floor. Yeah, underneath. It was, it was disgusting. Underneath the bleachers, they hooked up with the twins. Like, no, that, it, I feels like it's- Well, maybe there's hope for this generation. It's more wholesome. Although they were singing all the dirty versions, even though I was playing the clean versions. Well, you can't prevent that. It's more wholesome than 
you think it would be these oh, days. Oh, well, that's very sweet. Shouts to Noble. I got them coming up uh, this uh, weekend, their junior prom. That'll be fun. Is down in New Hampshire, actually. So I'm going to head down there on Saturday. So shouts to Noble Knights, I believe. Their prom is in New Hampshire? Yeah, because they're kind of right on the border there. Oh, okay. Um, if you ever want one of us to DJ one of your events, hit us up. Hot Radio Main. You can slide into DMs on Instagram. We'll set it up. 